Hello out there in podcast land. This is Dino taking you down that dark, dirty, winding road that is my reality. So sit back, relax, and listen to the many misadventures of my life. When I was very young, I lived in a place called a labor camp. Now, for those who don't know you, these are government buildings that were created. I don't know if they're made in other states, but here in California, they they span the length of the state from San Diego all the way up to Sacramento. They're facilities that were made for migrant field workers to stay for at least a little while and then move when the work was done in the nearby fields. But one thing you have to understand is that the fact that everybody who moved into labor camp was was Mexican or Mexican Indian or some combination of it. Everything that was done around there was deeply, deeply mixed in with superstition. Uh, There would be a goblin underneath your bed, or if you did something bad, it would rain, and it would be your fault. The reason they didn't want rain is if it rained that day, nobody went to work, and they would usually blame the person who did something bad. But there was one superstition that I couldn't get over. Uh, It was in the summer of 1986. It would have been a pretty hot summer, even for a kid, so you couldn't even go outside. Because outside without any sunscreen, within 10 minutes, we were all sunburned. And I was so much whiter than all my other brothers who were born with deep tans. There was a rumor going around uh, first it was small a couple of people swore they saw a barn owl the size of a pig flying through the air somewhere just before sunrise anyways but a lot of people didn't take into consideration because both of the people who saw them were heavy drinkers but as time go on, people began to see more and more of this giant owl. And before we knew it, it had a name. They called it the Abu. Now, the Abu doesn't mean anything in any other language. It just came back because they, want, they were trying to say hoot, hoot, and it just came out Abu. The Abu apparently was different than other barn owls considering it was size about four feet high and about three feet wide and a wingspan enough to cover the hood of a car. I didn't believe him. Even though I was only 11 years old, I swore I didn't believe him. But parents started getting superstition and bringing their kids in home. As soon as the sun started to set on a fear that the Abu would come down in the night, mistake them for a small animal and fly off with them. I didn't believe them. I thought everybody had lost their ability to hold any form of logical thinking. And all the people who swore they saw the Abu were people, quite frankly, were not the kind of people you would trust with you know, any kind of information. It wasn't until close to the end of summer of 1986, we used to go swimming um, in this canal that ran length around the labor camp. 
Now, and before you say it, this wasn't like a normal canal. This canal had deeply polluted water. Farmers were tending to throw the leftover pesticides, and and it was also connected to a runoff of a nearby dairy. Yes, we all swam in sewage, but it was the only enjoyment most of the kids could handle in the environment. Me and my mother and my brothers were out there. We had been swimming for I don't even remember how long. When、uh, I remembered that I had left my inhaler on the side of the of the canal, my mother told me to go back and get it. And when I went to go get it, I heard a rustling behind me. I was so scared I couldn't turn around. And then when I turned around, there it was—a barn owl. The same size as me, its large, massive head bobbing up and down, trying to examine me. It just stood there. We stared at each other for God knows how many minutes, and then it opened up its wings. It must have been at least twenty feet or more. I didn't have a chance to measure it, and I didn't want to. Before it took off into the air, circled over my head once, and then flew up into a blue oak tree that was about 200 yards away from from where I was standing. It disappeared within the, the branches of the tree, but it really. Had me wondering. It was the first time in my life where I started to question everything, and the and it was the first time I also thought myself that there are certain things in this world that can't be explained. I after I grabbed my inhaler and ran back to my mother using my inhaler along the way. I had told her that what I had saw. Mom, my brothers thought I had lost my mind, but my brother, my mother, just held me close and said, "Yeah, I know, I know, I've seen it too." And I told, I asked her, "Why? When did you see it?" She had told me that she had seen it、uh, land by in a nearby pine tree when she had gone to go look for my stepfather who had spent the night drinking and had fell asleep. In the middle of the park at one in the morning, and he had woken me and my brothers to drag him literally back to the house. When she went back to try and find his wallet, she saw the abu sitting up on a pine tree. It weighed so massive that it bent the tree almost completely in half. But she said that she wasn't scared. She said it was trying to tell her something. Not invisible words, more like a signal or a sign. But she never shared that way information with anybody except for me, because I saw it too. I told her it didn't hurt me, didn't make any, just scared me a lot. But she told me that. 
it was trying to tell us something. To be wary, to be scared. I, I told you that, for me, it told me that we don't know everything. No matter how much we try, we don't know everything. And for years, I would stare out my back window that faced the canal in the direction of where I saw that giant owl and hoped I would see it, or at least hear it again. But I never did. Neither did my mother. By the way, just in case you're wondering, this story is 100% true. I hope you enjoyed it. You'll have a great day. God bless.